Welcome to the Success Sensei Podcast for anyone interested in success, happiness, and balance. We'll teach you how to be a black belt at life. And now, your host, former professional fighter, multiple world champion, entrepreneur, and investor, Robert Devan. Bowing, and this is Robert Devan, the Success Sensei, helping you to win at life one kick and punch at a time. Episode 314, has corruption really decreased? It's the Success Sensei Podcast main event. Has corruption really decreased? You know, this is an Irish podcast. It's not just Irish content. It will have global relevance because I am very conscious that I have a lot of listeners in the US and across the world, of which I am very grateful for. So I don't know what country you're listening to me from or in. And, you know, this is going to be relevant to you, even if I do mention Ireland repeatedly. Um, it's the same across the board and it affects all of us. And it's come to light in the news uh, only yesterday that Transparency International's 2022 Corruption Perception Index has been released. So that's Transparency International and their Corruption Index. It scores Ireland at 77 on a scale from zero. So zero is highly corrupt to 100 is highly clean. So Ireland has scored very high at 77. In other words, 77, it's closer to the 100 highly clean than it is to the zero highly corrupt. Now, it goes on to say, if you have a look at the, their Wikipedia page that, that is explaining Transparency International, and it says, when ranked by score, Ireland ranked 13th among the 180 countries in the index, where the country ranked first is perceived to have the most honest public sector. And for, for comparison, the best score was 80, it was 90, which is ranked number one. And the worst score was 12. So the highest was 88 and the worst was 12 out of 100. During the years, it goes on to say, during the years before the Celtic Tiger, 1995 to 2007, political corruption was at its worst, with many politicians suspected of corruption, while financial corruption was at its peak during the Celtic Tiger years too. In 2003, Ireland signed the United Nations Convention Against Corruption Treaty and ratified it on the 11th of November 2011. So that's what they're saying, and we're obviously led uh, to believe that, you know, the corruption has decreased since then and all our worries have gone away. Now, if you go on to, to continue to read that Wikipedia piece, the list of political corruption, business corruption and financial corruption in Ireland's history is extensive and extremely disheartening. It's amazing how we've forgotten so much of, of what's happened and, and what's been on the news in the past. And... Corruption itself has always existed on a national level and on a, on a local level. Is it just human behavior? Is it just everybody trying to get ahead? Is it one-upmanship? Is it greed? Is it the enjoyment of you know being trickery? 
is it the the enjoyment of feeling smarter than the system trying to figure a way out to beat the system you know there's something in irish people that they they love to trick the system irish corruption has even spread globally there are various different large and small criminal organizations spread throughout the world i don't want to list any names because i simply don't want to get shot so we'll avoid listing any names but i'm sure you know who i'm talking about or, or who i'm referring to and um, so irish corruption has has spread throughout the world I think I should probably call out some of the numbers just to just give you some uh, reference. So Ireland is 77. So that's for the first time since 1997, we are supposedly less corrupt than the UK and Australia and Canada. So we've beaten all of them on the perceived corruption scale or index. The top countries, by the way, you're probably wondering, what's the top countries? Well, Denmark was 90 out of 100, followed by Finland, New Zealand, Norway, Singapore, Sweden, Switzerland, and the Netherlands. They're the, all the winners. All the losers of this particular index, um, starting with the worst, was Somalia, which got 12 out of 100, followed by Syria and South Sudan. So the UK got 73 for my UK listeners, well done. And the USA got 69. How, you know, has, well, I suppose, how, how the hell did they formulate it? And has corruption really reduced at all? So it's a very, very, when you look into it, it's a very flawed index. Perception, that the word perception gives you a clue that it's, absolutely based on surveys and opinion um, and also what the hell is corruption well they list corruption as an abuse of entrusted power for private gain an abuse of entrusted power for private gain now if you think about what the hell does that mean an abuse of entrusted power for private gain well, everybody's fairly guilty of that at some stage every boss is is guilty of an abuse of entrusted power for private gain every parent every teacher you know just humanity is based on that principle of abusing entrusted power for private gain um hopefully i'm not making you lose too much faith in humanity but you know stick with me now the whole thing about corruption is that it isn't transparent. So thank you to Transparency International and their Corruption Perception Index. But corruption is not trans transparent. People aren't uh, willingly divulging their, their the corruption that exists in their lives or certainly that they're a part of. I would guess that it's probably the opposite and they want to keep it as secret as possible for as long as possible. There, If you think about corruption as well, um, and if you think back, and I'm not I'm not harking back or, or looking back with fondness. I'm just stating this as a simple fact. There was a time that corruption was more of a level playing field. If somebody, a normal person, could get, well, normal in inverted commas, no such thing as normal person, but an average person of average means could get the contents of a brown envelope together, they could take part. Anyone from all walks of life could use or attempt to use corruption to get ahead. But now the rules have changed. It's a very different time. The games have changed. Only 
certain people, i.e. the elites, can play. And we're all being told to believe that the games don't even exist. That's what part of this index is telling us, that the corruption's gone away. You know, it doesn't exist. Don't worry about it. Um, so that the average person cannot take part in any shape or form. They don't even realize it exists. The rules have changed. The games have changed. Only certain people are aware of it and understand of it and are taking part of it. And they could actually be the same ones who are setting out the regulations. So what, what do I mean? Like, I'll give you an example. Okay, so the whole COVID regulations, who was regulating the regulators? Globally, there were so many cases of the powers that be, the people in power, infringing on their very own rules. And they were just the cases that came into public knowledge. That's the thing I'm saying about corruption. It's non-transparent. For every one case, how many do you think goes on and eat the radar, goes unnoticed? Uh, what's going to happen when cashless comes? We can't not talk about that briefly. When cashless comes, is that going to absolutely open up the floodgates for high-level, non-transparent corruption? Well, many opportunities for high-level and non-transparent corruption by the higher-ups could take place. In fact, there are many people that say that this is the whole reason behind the, the you will own nothing and you will be happy plan, a.k.a. the Great Reset. So corruption isn't going to go away anytime soon. I was going to say it's driven underground, but it's not even underground. It's way up overhead. So it's driven way up, upwards overhead. There's a lot of doom and gloom to what I've just said there. So I'm absolutely not going to end the podcast in such a doomy and gloomy way. I am going to list things that you can do about it. What can you do about corruption? And what, what way should you think? What way, you know, can you handle it? And I've got six points written down. And I do think that they'll help you. Um, the first thing to do, despite everything I've said, and this is a very, very important one. Don't give up. Whether the system is rigged or not, whether you believe the system to be rigged or not, you can still achieve and you can still succeed. You can't if you give up. It is worthwhile trying. And you are worthwhile to try. So number one is don't give up. Number two, clean up your affairs. And whatever that means to you, everything is digitized. Everything is becoming highly regulated across the board, which ultimately, as I said, leads to higher up corruption for the people that are creating the regulations. But the t your time is coming now. Clean up your, your affairs past and present. That's number two. Number three, future proof your position. So whether you like it or not, that change is coming. There will be more regulations. Things will be more visible um, at an individual level. So future proof, proof your position is number three. Number four, concentrate on the fact that despite all that negativity, there are a hell of a lot more opportunities that exist now than ever on an individual basis. There's more opportunities than ever for, for the individual. Um, so, for example, the internet, that's a fairly big opportunity for everybody. Uh 
potential sources of income, working from home, self-employment, we've got quicker communications, we've got easier travel, it's easier to create content. So that's to name a few. There's, there's many others if you think about it. Instead of thinking about the corruption, think about the opportunities. Number five, remind yourself of your path and stay on it. And then number six is a little bit of homework for the week before the next episode. And that is meditate. And if you don't like meditate, just contemplate. Am I living right? Am I living right? Whatever that means to you. And what does my perfect lifestyle look like? Meditate, contemplate, or visualize to help you along your path. Only you know the answer. Am I living right? What does my perfect lifestyle look like? A little bit of homework. So number one, don't give up. Number two, clean up your affairs. Number three, future-proof your position. Number four, concentrate on the positives and the opportunities that exist. Number five, remind yourself of your goals and stick to them. And number six, a little bit of homework, meditate, contemplate, or visualize your perfect lifestyle. What does it look like? And are you living right? What changes can you make for, for the positive? I hope that helps. Message me anytime. Thank you for listening. I'm Robert Devan, the Success Sensei. Life is a fight you can enjoy and win. Bowing out. This has been the Success Sensei, fighting the winning fight. So add us, subscribe, like, and comment. Keep those hands up and keep moving forward.